Hello everyone, you're listening to the Writing Wall Podcast, and yes, it's Wednesday, it's Writerly Wednesday, and we're doing our Writing Corner special right here just for you. Full-length podcasts and episodes air every second and fourth Saturday of the month at 6 p.m. here on Anchor, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, and more. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram using the Twitter handle at the Writing Wall and on Instagram at Writings on the Wall 85. Good evening, everyone. I'm your host, Stacey Hawks, and welcome to the Writing Corner Wednesday portion of the Writing Wall podcast. If you've been following me on Twitter and on Instagram this week, then you know that you're already in for a treat. I know I was when I picked up her first book titled Fated to Meet You. Welcome, Despeña Camaradu. Despeña, can you tell us where you're from? I'm from Greece, uh, Thessaloniki. It's the second biggest city. Tell us what it is you'll be reading from this evening. Uh, Marco Fedimon. This is, in fact, her second book, and it is to be released very soon. What can you tell listeners about your first book, titled Fated to Meet You? Well, Fated to Meet You is actually a modern fairy tale, like some reviewers called it. And I'd say it's like a Disney movie. And that was my take on it, too. It was sort of like Enchanted meets Time Traveler's Wife. Just a really quick, fun, and easy read for those who love fairy tales. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, Outlander, probably. So, I know you're an indie author and you self-published your first book. Tell us a little bit about that process. How long would you say it took you to publish Fated to Meet You? I wrote that book like three years ago. I published it two years ago. It was the first one I took seriously. Like I said, I have to publish this one. I have to get it out because I've written some stories in the past and I never had the courage to publish them because I didn't feel like they perfect for publishing. So being into romance and time travel, what would you say is your all-time favorite romance movie? Oh, that's... <laughs> I'd say The Princess Bride, an old movie, if you know it. It's it's an all-time favorite of mine because I watched that one as a teen and I rewatched it like 20 times already. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing movie. Okay, now here's a tough one. Favorite book to movie. What would you say? Mm, oh, that's a hard one, actually. Oh, uh, Inkheart. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites, actually. It followed the book, I'd say. So I'm just dying to know, if you could go back in time, what time period would you go back to and where would you visit? Well, I'd probably go to the past. Let's say, oh, I'd go to Korea, actually. Maybe in the Joseon period, it would be perfect. The idea of time travel has absolutely always fascinated me. I always thought maybe I'd end up smack dab in the middle of 1775 or 1865 trying to prevent the Lincoln assassination, (laughs) but never in another country. So that's definitely a cool concept. Maybe I should broaden my scope there a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd I'd want to travel to another country, probably. It would be for the best. Readers on the blog this morning got an insight into what your other hobby is, and I understand that it's photography. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I've always wanted to have a camera of my own. I really liked uh, taking photos of uh, beautiful landscapes when I saw something beautiful, maybe the sea, the, the woods, 
I love the wood <laughs> and I would take a photo. Uh, when I got my camera back in uh, 2016, I took it more seriously. I said, uh, okay, I learned Photoshop and I actually did. I'm quite good at editing. <laughs> I've always wanted a camera. I've always wanted to photograph things that I found beautiful, maybe flowers. So I've been patiently waiting since reading Fated to Meet You for your next book. Are you working on another book after Mark of a Demon? Mm-hmm. I have a poetry, a poetry collection. It's a collection of kind of dark poems <laughs> that I've, I'm preparing. Uh, the title will be A Note to Darkness. It's probably going to be published around November or December this year, I think, if everything goes well. All right, when we come back, Despaña is going to read from her book. Despaña, which part of the book will you be reading? I'll read from Mark of Demon. It's going to be like a kind of gift because it's not out yet. I chose to read the first chapter, actually. All right, so stick around for the author reading of Mark of a Demon by Despaña Camarado. Welcome back, everyone, to this Writing Corner Wednesday special feature. This is Despeña Camaradu, and she is going to read to you from her new book, Mark of a Demon. From the day I opened my eyes in this world, my fate had already been sealed. I was never given the opportunity to choose what I wanted. A higher power determined everything, and I searched in vain for a way to change it. When I was born, the midwives insisted that I wouldn't survive the night, and my poor mother inquired non-stop about my health. She kept praying to some god to give me strength to live, unsuccessfully though, because my condition worsened with every passing second. Your child's heart is weak, she might not live to see the morning sun. There is nothing else we can do, not even a miracle can save the poor child. When the sun set, a midwife took me to my mother's room, explaining that it would be better to spend my last moments with her. My father died not two months before my birth, so it was her sister who was now by her side, the only person she trusted. The scent of lavender was everywhere inside the bedroom. It seemed like my aunt had brought those flowers as a gift to my mother. It was the first and last time I experienced that smell. My aunt sighed. She couldn't stand the loss of her father, and now she's yearning to meet him. My mother cried as she hugged me tightly. I'll do it, Sarah. The gods don't seem to hear my prayers today. I'll do it, even if I'm going to be punished. I only wish for my child to live. I can't stand to lose her too, she said, sobbing. Don't be stupid, Lorelai. Demons are evil creatures. I don't care. Then she put me in my bed. She crossed her hands together as if she was praying and spoke in another language, one I couldn't understand. Hear me, spirits of the night, demons of darkness and fallen angels. My child can't live anymore and time back will not go. I heard she won't survive the night, and no God to my prayers will answer. I urge you to come forth, whoever is capable, rich as many will receive, and all that they will ask for, even my life I would give, if my child was to be saved. A bright black sphere appeared in front of her, and a human figure came out of it, a tall young man, with red eyes like an ever-burning hellfire, and black hair like a moonless night. His clothes were strange, for all around him black flames danced. It was as if he had come from another world. He didn't speak, only looked at my mother with his cold gaze. She was baffled, while my aunt backed off at the sight. They knew that the creature that responded to the prayer wasn't human. 
Not a god, and not an angel either. Who are you? My mother stammered. I am Niberius, one of Hell's most powerful demons. The price for what you're asking of me is great, he said with his deep and hoarse voice. I'll give you anything you want, my mother exclaimed in desperation. To save a life, you must sacrifice another. I will give you one day to decide. Do not worry, your child will survive the night. Exactly as he appeared out of nowhere, he now disappeared into the darkness of the night. My mother was so terrified she almost fainted. I'll give my life, she mumbled. Don't do it, Lorelei. Let the child die. You can see she's not meant to live. You can't change her fate. It's my child, Sarah. I won't leave it to fate's mercy, she said, gripping onto the armchair next to her. You're so stubborn, just like when you were younger. When will you finally learn your lesson? I lost my husband. If I lose my child too, that's it. I'm ruined. Why don't you understand? You are the one who doesn't understand. The demons won't feel sorry for you. They will stab you in the back when you least expect it. They won't hesitate to deceive you. They will detach your soul from your body just to let it burn forever in hell. The baby will leave, but at some point, the demon's powers will run out. Her life will be temporary and thus will belong to him. Is this what you want? Is this the right thing? I have already made up my mind. Nothing will stop me now, not even you. The night passed quickly and the next day arrived. Doomsday, as my aunt called it. My mother took a hot bath, brushed her hair and wore her most beautiful dress. Sarah silently witnessed her last moment, regretting how she failed to change her mind. In her thoughts, she almost hated me. With all the preparations, the light of day disappeared and the moon was now up high in the sky, while the stars kept it company. As promised, the demon finally appeared at the same place he was first called, his gaze fiercer than before. Have you made your decision? She looked over at me with eyes wet and full of worry. Yes, I know very well what it is you want. What do I want then? My life in exchange for my daughter's. The corner of his lips curled upward in a sarcastic smear. Your life, her life, for all I care. One life for another. Nothing is keeping me in this world anymore. Save my child and do what you want with me, she said, clenching her fists. A spark lit in the demon's red eyes. His impatience couldn't be hidden. Still, his gaze remained cold. I'll only give you a warning. Your child won't live for many years. Maybe until her twenties. Who knows? As long as my power allows. Sharing a heart with a human gradually drains the demon's powers. It's enough. It doesn't matter. She turned to my aunt and looked at her, her eyes filled with sorrow. Sarah, you were the best sister I could ever ask for. You've always been by my side. Even in my worst moments, you were always there. You always laughed with every little nonsense I said and did. I'm trusting my daughter to you now. If it's you, I know she'll be in good hands. She will be the child you were never able to have. And if I'm selfish, I hope one day you will be able to forgive me. It was the first time Sarah wept. She hugged my mother for one last time as she embraced me and then left me into my aunt's hands. She approached the demon without looking back and disappeared along with him. Thank you so much, Despina Kamaradu, for being here this Writing Corner Wednesday and for reading from your book. We hope to host other indie author readings on Wednesdays once or twice a month. And here's how you can find Ms. Kamaradu on her social media platforms. My Twitter handle is uh, at the Kemeridu, the main platform I use. I'm also on Instagram with the same uh, username. So if you love a good fairy tale, check out 
Despenia Camaradu and her books, Fated to Meet You and Mark of a Demon, out soon. And be sure to grab her Twitter and Instagram handles from the blog page, too. Again, thank you all for being with us this Writing Corner Wednesday. I'm your host, Stacey Hawk, signing off until the July 25th podcast at 6 p.m. I'll see you all back here then. Have a wonderful week and write on all you writers out there. Anytime I purchase a book, I always review, and if I really enjoy reading your work, rest assured, it may be shared here on this podcast with my listeners and followers. Of course, I will do so with permission from the author or authors first. Please like, follow, and share this information with other writers, and if you ever need a writer's lift, visit me on social media. Thank you all again for being here for this podcast. I look forward to hearing from you and learning more about the stories you weave.